You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. Jesus has won the victory for us. Learn how we can walk in victory in this message by Pastor Chico Peña. I have the privilege of, you know, ending this series, Indeed. Okay, can you please say, Indeed? Indeed. Indeed. No. Just as a review, um, in the first week, we talked about living in the light, okay? As before, we used to live in darkness, and we have been blinded by the dark. Hindi natin alam, ano, that the things that we were doing were already hurting us, okay? It has caused us to sin and really not see the truth. We have not sought the truth. And God has exposed the light as He is the light and He brought us to the light. And then the second week, we talked about living in righteousness. And again, as we were living in darkness, we were wicked in our ways. And what Christ did for us is that He exchanged His righteousness okay, for our wickedness so that also we can be righteous in the eyes of God. And then last week, Pastor Sani also uh, talked about living in love. Okay? Uh, we used to also love the world, okay? everything about the world. And we have defocused on ourselves from loving God. And uh, of course, we got encouraged and we also got reminded again that it is important for us to love God above anything and anyone else. And so uh, this evening, this afternoon, I will be discussing, okay, in the most simple way, living in victory. Okay, Ben? All right. Sige, can I invite you all to please stand up as we read 1 John 5, verses 1 to 5. Okay. Read this with me. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. This is how we know that we love the children of God, by loving God and carrying out His commands. This is love for God, to obey His commands, and His commands are not burdensome. For everyone born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. And the last verse Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Let's pray. Father, once again, we are so grateful, Lord, for getting this privilege, this opportunity to hear from your word. God, I pray that even as I allow myself to be used, Lord, as your mouthpiece, that we may all be enlightened of how it is really to be living in victory. Because since this is the very thing that you have given us when you gave up your one and only Son to die for us, to take our place. Holy Spirit, once again, we declare that you are our teacher. You are the one who will remind us, who will tell us that these are the very things that our Heavenly Father is speaking or is saying to us. Lord Jesus, you are the most important person in our lives. We declare you as our Lord, as our Master, as our Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I've uh, at least heard this phrase a couple of times. And this is uh, what it is. You know? 
Narinig na natin to that what we believe, it affects our behavior. What our faith is, yun yung behavior natin. When we perceive things to be easy, di ba? Things will be easy. It will be made easy. When we perceive things to be hard, kunyari, like in school, exams, job interviews, naku, mahirap yan. Hindi ko kayang gawin yan. Then, what you confess, eh, yun yun. Kasi hindi nat- sinabi na natin na hindi natin kaya eh. Which leads me to this question. You know, as, uh, as Christians, ayan, why do we still live a life of defeat? Do you ever realize or even process, mag-process tayo ngayon, na minsan, this is how we think. We know that we are already Christians. We already say it. You know, even sa mga kamag-anak natin, tayo lang ang Christian. Pero how come they don't see a life of victory in us? Why do Christians still live a life of defeat? Why are there still struggles? Diba? If we continue to live a life of conformity to what the world dictates, diba? even the slightest or the, the, the smallest opposition or persecution, it will always shake us. It will bother us. Now, because of this, some of the Christians have already accepted this faith na ganyan na lang talaga ako eh. These Christians have become stagnant already. No more growth. Wala nang change. And that is so difficult. Because, you know, like, like in my family, um, I am the first generation Christian sa, sa, sa family, if I may call it that way. And my father, my you know, my siblings and all the rest of our relatives. Isa lang yung, yung, yung Christian in our family, in the whole Peña family. Paano kung mapapakita na ang buhay ng Kristiyano is a life of victory? If I will have this tendency of showing them na ang Christians pala lives a life of defeat. You know, we have already accepted, you know, when, when we have struggles, diba, that, that sin confess cycle. Pag nagkakasala tayo, ang sabi naman daw, eh, i-confess mo lang yan. Sabihin mo lang yan kay Lord. And then, everything will be okay. You know, there's always that, you know, when you, when you already feel good and you've been prayed over for, siguro you've been released from that already. Pero the fact of the matter is, hindi pa pala. Because you only felt that yung, yung, kung ano lang yung gusto mong maramdaman. I just want to feel good. But there is no real repentance. Wala talagang genuine rep- repentance. Why do we still live a life of defeat? It's because of what the world dictates. Our fallen world. And what do we go through? You know? And what do we see? Yung standards ng world. Ano yung sinasabi ng world? There is the system of the world. The pressures of the world. But the outlook of the world and even the mindset of the world. Ano yung mga preoccupations of the world? And lastly, is that, you know, there is, sabi nila, a world that is godless. Sometimes people would also, you know, just say, na, oh, nga, I recognize that there is a God. I know that He is there. Pero it doesn't really show in our lives. It doesn't show in our actions. It doesn't show you know, in, 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 in what we are saying, what we are doing. 
1 John 2.16, uh, it tells us, I'm, I'm going to move back ano, dun sa, sa book of uh, 1 John. So, sabi dito that for everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of his eyes, okay, the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father. It does not come from God, but it is from the world. So three things that we see here. The cravings. The cravings of sinful man. Ano ba ito? It is finding pleasure or satisfaction in physical desires. You know, just I, I was just thinking uh, a while ago. Ano? I, I'm just... Uh, Tinitignan ko lang itong uh, outline ko and sabi ko nga, yung mga simple na bagay lang. Okay? A lot of people, mababaw ito ah, that they would want and desire to have a great body. Okay? Gusto nila. Di, di ba how they look? Importante sa ibang tao yun eh. Kung magandang lalaki ka or if you are a beautiful woman, you know, you have hair like this, uh, parang, di ba, kailangan <laughs> ayaw mong pagugulo. You know, these are things that, uh, oh nga pala, no? ito yung mga cravings of simple man. Dahil kasi nakasanayan na natin gawin ito eh. You know, every day, as we wake up, these are the very things that yung bumubulaga na sa atin. Ba, paggising mo pala sa umaga, when you face the mirror, and you see yourself, you know, I desire this beautiful body. Diba? Tapos, <laughs> pangit. But, and, and there will be people who are so already obsessed with themselves. Hindi ba nakakainis? Hindi ba kayo naiinis? Na even kahit kristyano na, 10 years kayong hindi nagkita. And then all of a sudden, when he sees you, he doesn't even say hi to you. Anong bate? Ang taba mo ngayon. You know, all this time, I'm already struggling with weight loss, with, you know, cutting down on rice, exercising, all of a sudden, you see your friend na hindi mo na nakita in 10 years. Sinabihan kang mataba. Anong sasagot mo? Di bali, pangit ka naman eh. <laughs> Pleasure, satisfaction, physical desires. The second one is the lust of the eyes. Okay? Accumulating things. You know, um, it's as if that you're bowing down to the God of materialism. I too became like this. You know, before becoming a Christian, I was so addicted to technology. You know, cell phone lang eh. Cell phone lang. Ito mo, pag, pag naalala natin ngayon, oo nga pala, ganun, ano? It used to be every three months, I would change cell phones. That's how addicted I was sa, sa, sa mga ganito in material things. And I, we, we always would acquire a lot of things that even we don't needed. Okay? Mga bagay na, hindi mo naman kailangan yan eh. Bakit mo pa kailangan bilhin? Hindi, basta dadagdag ko lang dito, pangkalat din yan sa bahay. It's, it's, it, it will cause a lot of mess. It will just add up space into your home or even to your room or your car. I don't know. The last of the eyes. Why can't we stop doing this? And then lastly, the boasting. You know, the boasting of what we have and what we do. Okay? Obsession, again, in one status. Okay? O yung, yung importante sa'yo kung ano yung office position mo, yung title mo. You know, I am the manager here. Please call me sir. The boasting 
of who you are. And these are the very things, you know, the, the things of the world. Yan yung mga, wow, very easy to acquire, pero it's so hard to let go of. Why? Do we really want to have a victorious life? So next question for us is this. Do we really believe that Christians live in defeat? Lahat ho ba tayo dito? Dito na lang sa kwartong ito. If all of us, we are saying that we are all Christians, nag-aagree ba tayo dito? Christians are always in defeat? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Now, every Christian is an overcomer. Every Christian inside this room is an overcomer. Every Christian, even outside this center, is an overcomer. We are all victorious already in our lives and in our, in our ways. What is an overcomer? An overcomer is one who conquers. An overcomer has already the victory. An overcomer has superiority, not over people, but in the sin. Okay? Sin is no longer our master. Okay? Sin has already been eradicated. Tinanggal na yan sa buhay natin. We, the moment that we have already received that Jesus Christ okay, saved us and we declare that He is our Lord, we are already overcomers. Kailangan maintindihan natin yon. Now, just three quick things for us this evening. Who are the overcomers? The first one is those who believe. Those who believe. I go back to verse 1. And it says here that everyone, say everyone. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Lahat ho, hindi ho some, hindi yung kung sino lang yung pinili, sino lang nandito sa loob, but it is declared here that everyone who believes that Jesus is the Messiah, the Savior, is born of God. You know, Jesus is our Savior, our Lord, our Master. You know, iba na rin ang mindset natin ngayon. We have a different belief system. Not unlike that what we were before, how we thought, how we process things. Iba na ngayon. We are all given decisions and options. Now, what is the decision or route that we will take? To always continue to believe that we are in defeat or that we are overcomers? Sometimes it is frightening to see, you know, the wickedness all around us. What is happening uh, in the world? And we are overwhelmed with the problems that we face. We think that evil is much stronger than us. Diba? I have the tendency also, nakakatakot yan, wag natin gawin yan. Is that really the life of a Christian? Ganun ba talaga ang isang Kristiyano? Ganun ba talaga ang isang overcomer? Hindi. We've got to believe that Jesus is greater and He is above all things. He is above all things. He has already taken away our fears. He has already taken away our struggles. Dapat maniwala lang tayo. We should have that faith. We should have that faith in Christ alone. 1 John 4, uh, 4b, the, last, the latter part. It says here that the one who is already in us is greater than the one who is in the world. The one who is in us is already Jesus Christ and He has made us alive and He is greater 
than the one who is trying to control the world. Satan is trying to distort our minds. Satan will always try to put in all these lies in our hearts. You know, I'm just led to this scripture. It's not, it, it's not in the PowerPoint, but you know, I'm just reminded that the enemy, Satan, will try to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You know, when I say that he will try because he will only attempt. He will only attempt to try to steal the joy in our hearts. He will only try to kill, you know, the relationships. He will try to, you know, uh, destroy families. He will try to do everything para masira lahat ng ginawa ng Panginoon. But the most important thing that was also mentioned after that line is this, that Jesus came that we may have life and we may have it to the full. We have already full lives. We have victorious lives. We are all overcomers. Now secondly, those who are overcomers are this, are those who love. Okay, Pastor, teka muna, kanina sinabi mo faith, believe, ngayon love. Eh di ba pinag-usapan na natin yan? but parang inuulit na naman yan? Eh ganun talaga ang Bible, pinauulit-ulit niya para maintindihan natin. Pati nga ako nagtataka eh, ilang beses nang inulit-ulit ito sa bag ay sa Bagyo, sa Bible. Ba't ko sinabi yung Bagyo? Baka pupunta tayong Bagyo. But ilang beses itong inulit-ulit sa Bible? God wants us to understand these things. Kaya nire-reiterate itong mga bagay na ito. We may say na, Teka muna, naintindihan ko na kung ano yung faith. Teka muna, ginagawa mo ba kung ano yung dapat mong gawin? Minamahal mo ba kung sino yung dapat mong mahalin? Whom do we love? Again, it goes back. Everyone who loves the Father, everyone who loves God, loves His child as well. Everyone who loves God, believes that Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is God who came in the flesh that we may be saved. And as I was reading also and researching some uh, commentaries in the Bible, uh, sinasabi nga dito that this letter was written to the Christians. Ina-address ni John ito sa mga Christians and reminding them, Teka muna, parang nagkakagulo dito. I'm using my own words. Nagkakaroon na ng mga chismis dito. Hindi daw yan ang Panginoon. Hindi daw totoo na si Jesus is God. He's just a human being. Now, even up to this time, yun na nga ang nangyayari. Many, many years have already passed. That also people who confess that Jesus is Christ, pero hindi naman nakikita sa buhay nila. It is not evident indeed sa gawa nila, in their actions, and even with what they're saying. We are to love our Father as if na talagang, it's so hard to explain. Kasi even me, I had a struggle before. How can I love the Father whom I have not really seen? How can I really believe na may nag-i-exist talagang isang Panginoon? And it's only by faith. And I, my, my mere commitment and confession, and that is what we are what we ought to do. Just to love Him unconditionally in the same way that He has poured out His love upon us. In, in, in the next scripture, sinasabi dito, okay, 
Mahalin natin ang Panginoon. Mahalin natin yung, yung, yung anak niya. And then, sinasabi rin dito, inuulit na naman about loving other people. That this is how we know that we love the children of God. Diba? We were given that commandment of loving others as well. Remember that? It was mentioned last week. How do we know that we love the children of God? Simply by loving God and carrying out His commands. By keeping His commands. Jesus Himself also said this in Mark 12.30. Yan ang isang instruction niya. Sinabi niya dito, that love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And then the second one is this, that to love your neighbor as yourself. In according to Jesus, itong two, dalawang ito, these are summaries of God's laws. Now, let these rule in our thoughts, in our decisions, and in our actions. Now, we are to pour out our all in knowing, pursuing, and then loving God. Kailangan natin mahalin ang Panginoon natin with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all our strength. And I just like to uh, insert something, ano, just some parenting principle. Now, I know, um, para sa mga bata, even us, tayo noon, when we were still younger, and in fact, up until now, probably uh, most of you still have parents. I still have my father with me. Na bilang isang magulang, importante, kung sinasabi na natin na Christian tayo, that we should be able to reflect yung pagmamahal ng Panginoon sa buhay natin at towards our children. It is important for us, our children, to be able to see na, ah, okay, this is the God that my father serves or my mother serves. This is the God that my mother loves. Pero hindi niya sasabihin na mahal ko lang ang tatay ko dahil mahal niya yung Panginoon. Dapat ang para sa anak natin ay masabi din niya, he will be able to confess it with his mouth, that yes, I love the God that my father is loving or my mother is loving. Naintindihan niyo ba yung ibig kong sabihin? Kailangan ma-reflect natin sa kanila yun because we will not, he, they will not be able to understand this if tayo mismo hindi natin naiintindihan kung ano yung klaseng pagmamahal na dapat binibigay natin sa Panginoon. We are to love God with our all. And then, the, the third one, last thing that I'd like to bring uh, to you, those who are overcomers, those who have victory, are those who obey. Those who obey. And this is the continuation of the scripture, that this is love for God. Nakita niyo yung dugtong-dugtong lahat ito. First, we believe, and then we love God, we love Jesus, and this is how we show our love for Him to obey His commands. And His commands are not burdensome. Sometimes we think that the commands of God, everything that He gives us, is a burden for us. Parang ang hirap sundin. Diba? We ask uh, this question sa atin, ano, bakit ba napaka-difficult na sumunod tayo sa Panginoon? Siguro, kung naiintindihan din natin again, ano, between a parent and a child relationship, why is it hard for us to obey our parents? Siguro naman, napakalayong, ano, na, there's a big contrast between a human being and God Himself. Okay? That hindi natin compare kung ano yung ginagawa ng mga earthly parents natin and God. Whatever He says, we are to obey it. You no, know, with joy, 
na hindi magiging burden para sa atin. Dapat it is a delight to hear His Word and just to carry out His commands. I, I know that uh, we have talked about, you know, ano ba yung isa sa mga commands na dapat natin ginagawa is to love others in the same way that we should love God. Parang hirap mahalin ang mga tao na hindi namang kamahal-mahal. Tama ba yun? Those who are our loving people. It's so hard to, you know, pwede ba Lord, sampalin ko na lang siya sandali, tapos, sige, tsaka ko lang sabihin na mahal ko naman siya. But it's not. We are to pour out our love for God, to God, by carrying out His commands. The Bible lists a lot of things. And if I were to give you these commands, ay ibang preaching na naman ho yun. But this is simple. Sundan lang ho natin. Sundin lang natin kung ano yung ibinibigay niya para sa atin. Ano yung kautusan niya para sa atin. And then once again, si Jesus again. You know, si Jesus, He tells us this in John 15, 10 to 11. That if you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and then to remain in His love. He says in verse 11 that I have told you this so that, you, uh, so that my joy may be with you and that your joy may be complete. You know, I don't know what you're going through right now. I don't know what kinds of challenges that you are facing right now. But God wants us to live victorious lives. These very simple things that we need to remember. Very simple things that we need to do. The very simple things that we should enjoy. There will be trouble. There will be persecutions. There will be oppositions. But once again, Jesus says, John 16.33, that in this world, there will be trouble. That we will have trouble. We will face a lot of things. We will be facing with challenges. And He tells us, with an exclamation point, take heart. Because He has already overcome the world. The Lord Jesus has overcome the world. I just want to spend, I, I'm about to end. You know, I, I, know it's, I know it's still early. But I want also to spend the time of ministry to everyone. And before I do that, I'd just like to leave you with this simple main point. Just a simple main point that we should take home and we should really understand that we can all live a life of victory because of our faith in Christ alone. Victories in life, you know, they are sure to come. They are sure to come. But there will always be little defeats. There will always be challenges. And I'm not sure why the Lord allows all these things. You know, but you will notice that for every victory that we go through, it is really going to be a celebration. It is really going to be, you know, a... a 
a milestone, a breakthrough, a miracle. For every victory, there will always be challenges. There will always be those little defeats. So that you can just shout in victory. Na masasabi natin that we have already overcome. Naka-overcome na kami. But there will again be another challenge. There will again be another defeat. Because there will be bigger victories. There will always be bigger victories in our lives. Just two more slides and two more final scriptures. It says here that everyone who is born of God, the very thing that I read earlier, para kinino ba yun? For those who have known God, for those who have been born of God. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. In the New King James and the NASB version, it goes straight. Ang sabi dito, this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. It is our faith in Christ. It's our faith in God alone that leads us to loving Him more and more, that leads us to loving others more and more, and then leads us to obey His commands more and more. And then finally, in verse 5, it is again reiterated here that who is it that overcomes the world? Who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Father, Lord, indeed, we have faced troubles. Lord, indeed, we have faced a lot of problems. There are a lot of issues. There are a lot of things, Lord, that we don't understand. These things that lead us into saying that we have been defeated. Lord, we have been eaten up by the standards of the world. We have been eaten up by how the world thinks. We have, eaten, we have been eaten up by the system of the world. These things, Lord, that yung kinasanayan na namin, it's already in our system. Or if I may say, it was already in our system. And the danger there is, these are the very same things that we impart to our family. These are the very things that we impart to our children. These are the very things that we impart even to our relatives and friends who are still unbelievers. Lord, how can we declare that the Christian life is victorious if we have already accepted the fact that we are in defeat? But God, once again, thank you that you have sent your one and only Son. Lord, it's not only part of history that he was nailed on the cross. The very purpose, that's why he died, he sacrificed, he took the shame, the blame, and the guilt from us. He took out our, wicked, our wickedness and exchanged it for our righteousness so that again, yes, Lord, we can declare a victorious life. 
We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts on our website at www.victoryalabang.org or by downloading the Victory Alabang app on your Apple or Android mobile devices. For updates, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you and stay connected.